Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest started out in sales. Currently, he is the business segment manager for the United States, Canada, and Mexico with a profit and loss responsibility for the machine control, engineering, and infrastructure. Please welcome Magnus Thiblin, Segment Manager, NAFTA Machine Control for Leica Geosystems. Magnus, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Magnus, you guys have been doing a lot of great things, and I would love to kind of talk about What's the role that you guys are now playing in construction and machine control? You guys have really advanced a lot as of late. Yes, it's been going very well for, for many years, and uh, we're continuing to, to do good strides. And, um, I mean, if you look at it, I think that, um, you know, when it comes to, to building construction as well as heavy construction, so both vertical and horizontal, you know, it's, it's recognized that we need to have good processes to, you know, increase accuracy, reduce rework, and, and streamline, streamline operations and so on. So this is basically where we provide complete solutions to achieve these goals. And that's what we've been trying to work on for to improve, right, to make, to make them better as we go along. And talk about that. I mean, that's something the construction industry has tried to do for since the beginning of time, right? But how do you master that? How do you help a contractor or construction firm understand just what you said, reducing rework, streamline efficiencies, operations? How do you get companies to, to really understand how they accomplish those goals? I think it's all of these companies, it doesn't matter what size they are. I mean, we, we are working with small to large contractors and small to large projects, and all of them have their separate or different pain points. Um, many are the same, so I mean, I'm not saying that all of them are different, but they are different sometimes depending on the size of companies and what they do. So what we try to do is analyze and help them to look at what they're doing, what they're trying to achieve, and then in a way try to put a solution in front of them that makes sense, not just for their operations or, or what they're doing, also for their wallet. So everything is a combination of their pain points and our solutions. Are there innovative developments that have occurred in the last few years that have helped that along? Because we understand the concepts, but we've seen technology that has sped up things. And exponentially, we've seen the development uh, in innovation. So what's, what's really helped there? I think, I think one of the most obvious things we see is that we connect things now. So maybe some people call it the Internet of Things, and basically what we do is we connect everything on site. Uh, this is something that's done uh, you know, a lot already, but what's going to be, I think, the next step is not just connecting all the machines and, and people on site. It's also going to be a much more safety concern thing that we need to look at and connect. So what that really means is that uh, you have to have more sensors that are, you know, basically seeing risks around equipment uh, on site. So what we released, for instance, at Connexpo was the, the Leica Connex, uh, 
um, and that is actually a cloud solution that connects everything that we have connected so far into one cloud-based solution that the customer can, can utilize to get all the data in and out and make it simple for him. So I think that the future will be even more, though, uh, connecting things, everything from machines to people to safety to productivity and, and so on. So if you talk about that sensing, that connection, will we have sites that will sense things before they happen? Is that what you're describing to make it a safer job site? I I think that might be a bit uh, further out. Uh, The question is when that will happen or, or if. But for sure, it will definitely be machines, for instance, having more sensors on them that can actually detect danger or moving uh, parts outside of the machine. So, for instance, if you have people moving around the machine, um, you want to know that because that's a safety issue and safety concern. And, you know, everything comes down to making sure everything is safe. So maybe that in that case, then the machine would shut down, for instance. That could be one of the of the safety things that could happen for sure. And uh, it's, not, it's not unique. I mean, this is existing in mines, uh, you know, mines underground and so on. But in construction sites, it's um, much more people moving around the machines. So that's that's what I see as a big thing coming for sure. We have, on average, I would guess, it's a little over 800 deaths on a job site a year. I think the number is 837, and we have over 330,000 injuries. If we Mm. talk about reducing deaths and injuries, we're talking about considerable safety number reductions. We're talking about dollar savings, I mean, in human life and costs and and job sites being shut down. So those kind of things that you're talking about safety, not only our human life and injuries, but now we're talking about jobs not being shut. I mean, the dollar savings are significant. Are these the kind of things that you're talking about as well? Yeah, I mean, that's where it comes down to a bit, obviously. I mean, we, we all are looking at ways to make sure that the job sites are, you know, productive and that you save money and time and fuel and and everything for product, uh, for productivity. But when it comes to safety, it's, it's also one thing that, that we believe is important to look at. So, uh, I mean, all, all the people that you can save or all money that you can save uh, is important. So uh, all in all, yes, we're looking at that as well, how we can put that into our solutions and maybe create warnings and, and, uh, and maybe even shutting down parts of the, the automation that we are part of for a machine. So, yes, we are looking into that for sure. So what, in your mind, are the biggest trends that we would be seeing in happening right now, let's say, in heavy construction? Is, is, is it just safety or is it machine control? Is it the Internet of Things? I mean, there's a lot happening right now. Yeah, I think, I think one is, I mean, for me, machine control, obviously, is uh, what I'm working on or horizontal construction. So, first of all, the connection of everything on site is for sure the trend. And I think you will have everything uh, connected uh, in one way or the other, and also assets coming into play there. Um, also, of course, connect more things to improve safety, which is another level and coming after, I think, uh, that or in parallel. Um, and also uh, we, we are thinking of it as a, as a, as a BIM or SIM model. I, I'm not sure if you know what that uh, term is, but 
everything is coming to be one model on site. So in the BIM or the vertical construction segments, you have a BIM model that everyone are trying to use and work from to make sure everyone is using the same data. And the same thing for, for horizontal construction, you have SIM, which is the same kind of thing, but for horizontal construction, which is basically making sure that you have the same data, everyone is using the same model, so you don't have to do rework, you don't have to have pipes crossing each other and so on underground. And that this is, this is where I see everything going, that you have automation, of course, in the machines, you have semi or full automation coming, and then, of course, you have the the improved safety and also the data that will be more and more used as one model to make sure that you don't have to do rework. Um, that so, is sort of what I see. Yeah. So you think a building information modeling and was going to help change in the collaboration, the way everybody on a job site works and gathers and, and, and collaborates from data on a job site? That's the future for you? I believe that that's definitely going to be part of it, yeah, to be able to have one model, yeah, to work from, yeah. How, how will they be able to collaborate that in your mind? Will they be able to have to have an a, a, a integrated way of communicating, a common way of, of accessing information? Is that the ultimate goal, think, or how will they access it? Yeah, I think, I think this is, of course, where you have to have infrastructure around data as a whole, but... If you look at the BIM for, for vertical construction, uh, they already have BIM models, of course, that are, are made completely with the MEPs and everything in it. So everyone knows that this is where they have the electrical, this is the plumbing and so on. And they will see that all, all directly on site, they will see it that this doesn't make sense. I can't do my, my pipes here. So that means that they will find problems before they even, you know, do the problem or do the error. And I think the same thing will happen or is happening, obviously, in, in vertical, sorry, horizontal construction, too, because the rework and the delays of these big infrastructure projects are huge. We're talking about very, very big amounts of, of dollar value spent on rework because sometimes data is not really cross-referenced correctly. But, you know, that's just one part I see for sure. Yes. So... Magnus, we've just got about 30 seconds left. What's your big view of where are we going to see things in the next, you know, year right now? What's what's going to everybody going to look to? I think everything will definitely be more connected. We're talking a bit about more uh, automation on the machines, uh, working a lot more with the OEM manufacturers, which will be, uh, you know, John Deere and, and Case and, and, and other big uh, manufacturers to make sure that we are integrating uh, uh, systems into the machines. That's also one part of it. But I think that everything will definitely be more connected. That is one Mag way to see it, for sure. Magnus from Leica Geosystems, thank you so much for being with us, and we look forward to talking to you in the near future. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We've got more to come. Right here on ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back. Do you 
want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. 